listening to Psychic-ish. My name is Lydia and this is my podcast where I try and figure out what the fuck is going on with my psychic abilities. I've had abilities from about the age of eight. They've developed throughout my life and over the last few years the development has really ramped up to a point where I can't really control it anymore. I'm just here trying to find my place in the world where I feel too normal to be in part of the psychic world and too psychic to be part of the normal world. So all I can really do right now is tell you what it's like for me today to see a spirit. Welcome to episode 9 of Psychic-ish Wowzer. Uh, <laughs> I've never said Wowzer before, so this is a first. Uh, we're doing a quick fire episode today, and that is because today is my last day in the flat that I've lived in for five years in Wellington. and flying up to Auckland to be with my family for a little bit before moving overseas. And, I mean, a lot's going on. We've got stuff everywhere. I'm kind of wedged in between the bed and the wall because the bed's standing up because we're giving the base away. And there's a pile of pillows in the corner and there's dust from under the bed because I've done all the cleaning except the last vacuum. And I'm a really um, stubborn person and I want to make sure that my boyfriend contributes to the cleaning because it just wouldn't feel very feminist of me if I did it all, if I'm completely honest. Anyway, that's where we're at. And as I said last week, we're going to do something a little bit different. I swear I say we're going to do something a little bit different each week. Maybe that should just be like the expectation going forward at any time, because I try and give you a bit of variety. But before I started recording the podcast I didn't really know what structure I wanted it to take and my initial thoughts were that I was going to have someone's story that they'd sent in and I'd sort of share that at the beginning of the episode and then share something that had recently happened to me but I guess when you're starting out (laughs) you only have about 12 listeners and they're people that you've berated into listening so thank you for being here (laughs) but what I did before I started the podcast itself I went on a few groups and read it just trying to figure out the right equipment to use the best editing software to use and that kind of thing and then I also towards the end when I really was starting to record I put a call out on I think it was three different Reddit pages to see if anyone would be keen on sharing any kind of paranormal experience they've had so that I could read it out on the podcast. So that's what we have today. I've gone through the stories that I've been sent and I'm going to share a few with you. So 
Oh, it's so weird to think this is the last time I'm recording in this room. This is where the podcast was conceived. I'm feeling nostalgic. Okay. Before we get started, I just want to really, really thank everyone who contributed to the stories today. I hope I can do them justice. I hope. Fingers crossed. Okay. So here we go. Episode one. Oh, episode one. <laughs> if only. Story one. When I was about five or six years old, I was home with my grandmother and she promised me that we would bake cookies that day. However, we didn't have any eggs. So she said she's going for a nap, and when she wakes up, we'll both walk to the shops, about two blocks, and go get eggs, then we'll make the cookies. I remember being super frustrated with her about the nap, and decided, while she sleeps, I'll go get the eggs and surprise her with them. I walked to the shop, and I was about two houses from my house when a man in a truck pulled over next to me, and asked me if I knew where the high school was. It was right across from the small shop where I bought the eggs, and I explained to him, just turn up the road there and you'll see it. He told me he really wanted me to go show him. He's got two kids in the school, and they're in a swimming match, and he doesn't want to get lost. So if I can please just hop in and show him quick, he'll bring me right back. I was about to hop in the car when I saw my two imaginary friends. In brackets who could never leave the yard. I was about to hop in the car when I saw my two imaginary friends lean over the fence and scream at me to come back home because I promised them cookies too. I just got shivers all up my arms. They were a middle-aged woman and an old man. I told them I'll be right back, but they were very insistent, and I told the man, sorry, my friends are waiting for me, and I just ran inside the house. A week later, a girl from my town went missing, never to be found again. Many years later, I saw the man in the news. His name was Gert Van Royen, also known as Rop Dead Fred and Felicia. I don't know who they are, but I am going to do some research. Sorry, I don't know who they are. I still get goosebumps when I think about that day. I remember when I saw him on the news, I recognised him instantly. It was about five or six years later. Whoa. It's a long time to remember. I think there's such a conversation to be had about imaginary friends. I'd be so interested to hear if you had any imaginary friends growing up. I didn't, but I I definitely think there's something more to them. Absolutely. On to the next one, story two. I've never seen a UFO or a ghost, and am by nature a sceptical, cynical even, trained as a side. Okay, no. start again. I'm wearing jeans and they're like cutting into my stomach and so it's making it really hard to breathe. So I'm just... <laughs> Just bear with me while I get more comfortable. Uh, (laughs) Okay. 
We're there. We're there. Okay. I've never seen a UFO or ghost, and but and third time lucky. I've never seen a UFO or ghost, and am by nature skeptical, cynical even. Trained as a scientist, I always assumed the paranormal was nonsense. I'm an early riser, and my wife never gets out of bed before me. One day, I woke up early in the morning and noticed my wife wasn't in bed. And so I got up and went downstairs to see where she was. I found her sitting on the sofa with a kind of glazed look on her face. I asked her what was wrong and she said that she had just had the weirdest dream in which her dad's voice said, I'm ready to go. Using her name and said he was not scared and ready to depart. She said she heard his voice exactly and it wasn't like other dreams. My wife woke up at that point and came down to sit on the couch. Shivers already. Just after she told me this, the phone rang, and it was my wife's mother calling to say her dad died during the night, about the time of the dream. My wife's dad's health had not taken a turn for the worse, and her mother didn't call often because they live in another state, so this came out of the blue. This is anecdotal, of course. N equals one, etc. My God, I don't even know what that means. If anything is proof that I didn't write these myself, it's because I don't understand the things in there that are way too over my head. <laughs> Smart scientist, man. This is anecdotal, of course. N equals one, etc. But I don't have a logical explanation. And many years later, I heard on a radio program an academic from a legitimate institution, I think it was Imperial College in London, or University College in London, presenting on this very topic, communication at the time of death. So I sent him an email, and he was very matter-of-fact in his response, saying it was not uncommon. I wonder to this day, but cannot explain it. Do you know how much I'm fighting the urge to say I've got shivers while reading these out because I don't want to ruin the experience for you. I need to, I need to compose myself. That, um, wow. Just wow. Why is it that I find stories even more interesting that come from people who are extremely sceptical or more analytical in their thinking rather than creative or maybe just very logical people that are quite introverted don't really share things much why do I find it so much more interesting when stories like these come from people like that I I wonder I wonder if it's just more believable because what would those people have to gain from from exaggerating I don't know, just a thought. Here's the next one. On a story, my brother and I, both adults, were talking in the kitchen alone at about 3am. The table was about 10 inches by 5 inches long. Measurement again. <laughs> my enemy! <laughs> 
Who would have known at the beginning of this podcast that measurement would be brought up so often? <laughs> I couldn't foresee it, and I'm supposed to be the psychic one. Wee, wee, wee. I'll start again. On a story, my brother and I, both adults, were talking in the kitchen alone at about 3am. The table was about 10 inches by 5 inches long. We sat on one side, nothing was on the table except some napkins and a salt shaker. Out of nowhere, the shaker slid across the table at speed and stopped at the edge. It travelled about 5 feet on an angle towards us, but stopped about 3 feet away. We didn't touch it. The table was flat. The shaker was glass and heavy. We just went to bed scared and didn't talk about it for 20 years until recently I got him to acknowledge it. Whoa. 20 years. Okay, how are we doing for time? I'll, I'll share one more. No, I shan't. (laughs) This is just going to be the first episode of sharing these kinds of experiences. I'm just going to throw them in the schedule every now and again. I just want to take a moment and acknowledge the courage and the bravery of people just putting themselves out there and sharing things that they wouldn't feel comfortable sharing in another setting. I'm going to have a question box up tomorrow on my Instagram at psychicish podcast. The only thing I ask for Thursday's question box is please be kind. I don't expect anything less from you, honestly, because I know anyone who's reached out about the podcast along the way, you're all lovely. <laughs> if you've had any experience similar, please share it. If it doesn't, fit in the question box just send it through as a dm um if you'd like me to share it on the episode just on the next episode where i share people's stories just mention that but please be kind because these guys have gone out on a limb for us for our entertainment and especially because a lot of the stories from today um They're from people that are sceptical, self-proclaimed sceptical. I just have the utmost respect for them. So I hope you do too. I feel like a teacher. (laughs) Thank you for listening. The next time you hear my voice, I won't be in Wellington anymore. Very scary. Thank you for being here. It's weird talking about experiences that aren't my own, but I kind of like it. So I will see you next Wednesday. Best of luck getting to sleep tonight. From Wellington for the last time. (laughs) Bye-bye.